Welcome to Honest Talk about heartbreak, dating, and relationships. Relationships. The podcast helping you navigate your path to happy ever after with your host, Rob McPhillips from RelationshipGPSProject.com. So here's the question. How are people like us who didn't grow up being taught how to have an authentic relationship or have any great relationship role models who are facing the usual challenges and stresses of work and life? How do we get over breakups, get into authentic relationships and maintain love and connection with all of the challenges of the modern world without losing our identity or sanity? My quest is to get you the answers. So at the moment, I'm looking at uh, trying to bring all the kind of work that I've done offline online. And so I'm running a free uh, beta group uh, for the month of July. As part of that, I've giving some coaching calls and some people have kindly said that it's okay for me to share their coaching calls. So today you're going to be listening in on a first coaching call. What prompted you to respond? Well, it was quite late at night when I saw the, uh, the uh, email. Basically, I just broke up. Well, I broke up with um, my girlfriend. Well, she dumped me basically in April. Right. And um, just a week before my dad passed away, which oh, was okay. a brilliant timing. And um, yeah, so we've been together probably, we've been living together about a year and a half, uh, but we've known each other since about 2013. So yeah, from, from there, I sort of uh, was not in a very good place. And uh, I, I sort of got some counselling through work. And I'm also seeing a counsellor, um, a private one as well. And uh, just really trying to get to the bottom of why all the relationships I've sort of had up to now have all sort of failed. Now, I know it's like it takes two in a relationship, but it made me question, you know, what is it, you know, about myself and uh, trying to get a better understanding of, of what's, what's going on. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit more about, about your relationship history? Uh, it seems yeah. to be more than just this one. Yeah, I've had about probably, hang on, let's have a look. Um, one, two, three, probably about five fairly long-term sort of relationships. Um, so my, my first one really was for about six years. Um, and it was with this girl, I had a daughter with her as well. Um, and we were living together. And I just sort of, basically i suppose fell out fell out of love with her and what i've noticed in, in all my relationships is i tend to just sort of pull away and sort of shut down um and ultimately she she went off uh, met someone else whilst i was i sort of moved out and um yeah she'd, she'd been seeing somebody else at that time so i think part of me was sort of not not surprised and not unhappy um that mm. it had sort of finished because as I, say, I wasn't really happy in that relationship um, and then what happened after that was that I quickly then went into another relationship with somebody that I was working with who was an in, was, she was Indian and she gave me sort of an ultimatum and really said, right, you know, we can't just be girlfriend, boyfriend. You have to commit to me. We have to, you know, because of her um, a sort of um, cultural belief, yeah, cultural thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I did. Uh, got, and we got married. <clears throat> and was together about 10 years and similar sort of thing really I, I she was very dominant and I was very sort of submissive I just basically went along with with everything really even to the point where 
prior to the wedding, she said, look, you know, you, you don't, you can't bring your daughter to the wedding. Um, it was quite difficult, I think, in the, her family um, and their traditions and everything um, meant that, you know, although I had a, you know, a life prior to that and a daughter, she didn't want to sort of let the rest of the family and friends sort of really know about that and advertise that. Um, but I just sort of like went along with it just for an easy life, really. And that, and that sort of really me, I'm sort of, I'm laid back. I, you know, I don't like conflict. Um, I want an easy life. Um, and I think that's my downfall really. And, and then the next relationship after that, because after, after we got divorced, we got divorced. Um, and then I went to live in Belgium for about two and a half years, um, which I didn't, I enjoyed initially that after that I missed home, missed family and decided mm. to sort of leave all of that behind and come back home. In the meantime, when I was in Belgium, I, I sort of met somebody through somebody that I was working with in Belgium, an English woman. Um, I met somebody in, in England and I started to sort of come over in the end, it was nearly every weekend uh, to see this girl. But once again, it was sort of, I think it's because I felt that I, ne I needed somebody in my life to, to make me happy mm. um, and to be with. And we were together, I suppose, about four or five years. And in the end, that just sort of, that, that didn't work out either. Um, and then the latest one, as I say, was the one where I was met this girl. She worked because I'm a postman. She worked in the post office, and um, we got friendly. And what I didn't realise though was that um, she was still married, but she was married to an abusive guy. She had been married like 19 years. Okay. And, and I put myself really in the firing line and uh, was getting a, a, abuse and death threats from him and all this sort of stuff. But I still and and it also what I didn't realise and to a little bit late, later on was that she was an alcoholic as well but yeah. once again I just still stuck with her um, because yeah it was somebody that, that was in my life somebody that I had in my life okay um, and so, so so this was the last one uh... yeah okay all right so um, you mentioned that you withdrew um, so you said you fell out of love and withdrew. Um, yeah. What exactly happens if you were going to break that down of like in the relationship? When was the point when you felt that you fell out of love? I think when, because I think the other person sort of started to withdraw as well. So all the intimacy sort side of things had, had gone. Um, and I almost like mirrored their sort of behavior. Okay, so so you kind of looked at it and you felt like they don't care for me as much as they used to. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, what exactly were you seeing that told you that they didn't care for you in the same way? Uh, just that interaction, sort of like the the communicating and the yeah the intimacy side of it, the cuddling. Uh, you know, the sex had completely gone. Um, right. So how did you feel about that? I wasn't, I wasn't happy, but I just sort of went, went, went along with it. You know, I just sort of, I was living with that person and, and yeah, I just sort of day by day, I'd go to work, come home, have something to eat, 
um, and it just progressively would get sort of to the point where we weren't communicating at all, really. Hmm. And so why weren't so yeah. why weren't you communicating? I don't know. This is the, this is the problem with me. You see, I think, and this is something that I've been like looking into. Um, um, I I find it probably quite difficult to communicate my feelings um, because I perhaps feel that I'm fearful of what the reaction of that other person is going to be. Um, I don't like conflict situations. Um, so I, I, yeah, I just tend not to, if it, unless it's sort of like day to day sort of talking about stuff, if it's anything apart from that, then once that sort of goes, then, how I'm actually feeling, I tend not to sort of communicate. Right. Okay. So, so basically, what happens is you're in a relationship, it's all going well, and then, like all relationships, when they hit challenges, um, there's always differences and there's always problems. Um, but at that point, you're not able to tell them what the problem is or what you're unhappy with, in case there's conflict. And yep. so you don't get to resolve it. And so um, you, you both end up pulling away knowing that there's a problem, but nobody ever really talking about it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've been looking at sort of attachment styles. Mm. Um, and I would say, you know, I'm, I'm sort of an anxious uh, attachment, but an anxious attachment style. And I think my, my last girlfriend, I think she was an avoidant. So, you know, she never communicated how she felt. Hmm. I never communicated how I felt and it got to the point where she was keeping everything inside and she was the one that then made that final decision and said, look, you know, I don't love you anymore. I just see you more as a friend. Hmm. Okay. Right. So, um, yeah, so it's really about um, being able to sort out because there's a quote from Dan Wall, which is um, – I forget the quote now, but every um, when you marry someone, and I know you haven't married all of them, but when you, whenever you marry someone, you marry a set of problems. Yeah. And if you if you married someone else, you wouldn't have those problems, but you'd have a different set of problems. And yeah. so I think that that seems to be the common common thing around about the time when there's you know like the honeymoon period's gone and and it's just a day to day living and, and and there's the little conflicts and little bitternesses and things that resentment that comes up between people um and then because you're um not comfortable with conflict and you're not f feeling able to to talk about what you're feeling and why you're feeling that then that becomes a um like a breaking point yeah okay so, um, so, right, you've also talked about um, needing to be in a relationship, like moving from one to the other. Yeah. And so what's that about? I, I think it's because I'm probably not happy in myself um, and I get very sort of lonely. So I therefore feel that I need somebody else to be with and to have in my life to take away that sort of loneliness right so to fill a gap yeah and does it work no okay so and, what happens uh well ultimately i end up probably 
holding on to the first person that comes along that shows any interest. And obviously they're not the right kind of people. Um, and the relationships sort of end up failing. I mean, it, it works in that, yeah, it takes away that sort of loneliness and I can share experiences and things like that together with somebody else. But ultimately, yeah, it's, uh, I'm not taking time out probably to recover from one relationship to the next but also in, in choosing the people that, you know, I, I decide to, to be with, which is why this time round, I'm looking at sort of doing a lot of work on myself and understanding myself and not rushing into, into any other sort of relationships. Hmm. Okay. So, um, that, it's interesting you said that because that, that, that was going to be my next question is how do you, are, like, are you consciously choosing these people? How do you, like how did the relationships begin it, t- it tends to be from sort of just people that are that i that i meet either they're at, sort of at work um mm. or they're through sort of friends um so i find it quite difficult well i haven't got <clears throat> i haven't got much of a social life i haven't got sort of many friends um and that's been the case throughout my life really and um, I find it quite, I can talk to people and I can talk to strangers. I mean, I'm a postman. I, I, I interact with people on a regular basis, but mm-hmm. I'm quite a nervous, shy kind of person. So I would find it very difficult to, for example, if I went into a pub or something, I'd find it very difficult to go up to somebody, if it was a woman especially, and start chatting to them. Mm. Okay. So it's, it's kind of... Um just people that are convenient it's kind of um whoever's been about sort of yeah yeah basically okay have you have you done online dating no i haven't okay um and it's not something you considered or well it's something that i've been thinking about um and like as i say at the moment i just feel i need to get over this this last relationship Hmm. um but yeah, even with the online dating, I just, I don't know whether it's just I'm putting these fears in my mind because I'm thinking, well, you know, even like, what do I put in my profile? Um, what, what, you know, what would be, how would I sort of send that first message? What would that message sort of consist of? It's all these things that in my mind are almost like put me off. Yeah. Um, online dating is, is for a man, for most men, um, unless you're George Clooney or, or you've, you've got, you know, um, it, it's just like rejection, rejection, rejection. So, um, so yeah, you need to be like, have, have the grounding, um, ready for that. Um, what it does do though, is it's like, um, it's where everyone is. Um, yeah. and, it allows you to to kind of filter and, and select the, the the people um that you, you you might want to get into a relationship with there's one more um question really about what you said is um so and i think this probably goes along with the conflict but it's you talked about having an easy life and, and you know just wanting an easy life and being quite submissive in your relationships yeah and um what does that mean and how how does that come about 
I don't know really. Just I suppose that that's the sort of person that I've always been. I've always been like that. Um, okay. I sort of just go with with the flow. Um, yeah, it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to explain really. Right. Okay. Um, right. So. So it's really wanting to change that pattern to be able to be um, a bit more assertive and a bit more um, authentic in your relationship so that you, it's, it's a real dynamic partnership rather than kind of you going along with someone, um, what they want from a relationship. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, uh, I, bought, I bought a book. Sorry? I bought a book the other day. If you okay. Which one? It's uh, I, I, um, are you, can you see me? I don't know. I can't see you, but I don't know. Oh, if you can see me? Me. All right. Yeah, I didn't oh. know if you wanted. Some people don't all like right. seeing. No, no, that's all right. Sorry. Ah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Who's that by? That's uh, I don't know who it's by actually. It's not. It's not a big book. Um. Yeah, strange. It doesn't actually say who it's by. Right. Okay. Um, so have you started reading it? Yeah, I've started reading it, yeah. Okay. Is it helping? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Good. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so the next thing, so we've talked about, so that's kind of the past. Actually, I've, I've, I actually wrote about this last night and I've just kind of done the same. I've just wrote here and then I've drawn a line. And I think that's, that's kind of what we have to do. It's like draw a line in the sand. That's, that's you know, what's gone on up till now that we're not happy with anymore. Yeah. And, and now it's about, right. So what do you really want then, Simon? Um, well, ultimately, at the moment, as I say, I, I want to concentrate on myself, get more of an understanding of myself, um, work on the areas that I feel that I need to work on. And then, yeah, I will sort of join up some of the dating sites, but just look at it sort of as a as an experience and not look at it right i need to find somebody hmm. um and then just to yeah go, go on sort of dates and meet up with people and just sort of in, enjoy those times but once again in my mind not think right i've got to be with someone so therefore the first person that comes along i'm gonna you know hold on to and even if i know that they're the wrong kind of person i'll, I'll be with them because they're the there for me so i'm going to be very yeah much much more sort of thoughtful and um really think about you know sort of are they the sort of person that i'd want to spend time with um and and just yeah just really take take it sort of slowly really okay so so, so that's the, the the kind of mechanics but what i'm looking for is five years ten years yeah what do you want like you, you, you want to be more secure is what I'm hearing. You want to be yeah. more in control of your life. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, um, you want to be happy. Um, but what, what would that look like? What would a life that makes you happy and makes you um, feel like your life is most fulfilling? What would... I think... It's, I think to be happy in myself to start with without even having anybody else. But if I find somebody else, then it will be to be with somebody that 
I feel completely open with that I can sort of tell them um, and communicate with them exactly, you know, how I'm feeling, you know, what, what I want. And for that person to be the same with me. So that it's almost like, you know, yeah, we're, we're sort of on the same page, really. Okay. Have you ever had that in a relationship? No. Okay. And so what would you need to, um, to be able to feel open and, and be able to, to say um, how you feel, what you want? I think it'd be, I would need to be with the right person, the person that, you know, understands me. Um, and that, as I said, I can explain and talk to and, and for them to, to, to be the same back to me as well. Okay. So, but you've been with four or five people that you, uh, I'm guessing were in love with, or, um, certainly, um, you were with them for a long time. So was there a time when you felt that you could open up to them? Not really, no. I find it very hard because it's probably something that I've never done. Hmm. Okay. You see, when I'm looking, I'm 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 thinking. Um, for you to be able to to feel comfortable, maybe it's not. Maybe you're looking for the uh, this perfect person who's going to take whatever you say and. Um, like not overreact and not be defensive or not, um, which you're cutting up a bit. Yeah. I think the internet connection is, is quite poor. Um, so what I was saying was, um, can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, um, I think, um, okay. So, being um, kind of authentic, uh, saying what you want and whatever it is, you have to be able to be willing to say it, whatever the reaction. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think that's necessarily about the person that you're with because no one is is, is never going to be um, – not get defensive, not get critical, not because they're, they're a human, like a relationship is a dynamic. And, um, when, what it's the dynamic between two people of, of what they both bring. And if, um, you, you, there's never going to be like, well, maybe there is, but you know, like there's someone that's to just shine in radiant pureness. That's, that's just going to accept it. They're always going to, they're going to have their own issues. They're going to feel, um, attack they're going to feel criticized that kind of thing but it's about your willingness to say it even if they feel criticized even if they feel defensive even if they react emotionally so i think um what you need to get at is um now i mean we all go through life and we go through life with um, where we're um, we learn things or we mislearn things, you know, like maybe when you're five and the teacher shouts at you and makes you feel stupid or, or, you know, you go to your parents and the parents are, are like, right, just get on. And, and 
those kind of things frighten us. And then we say, right, I'm never going to do that again. I'm never going to. Um, and, and so it's never like bring up conflict, never that kind of thing. Yeah. That makes, makes us, that we carry on because we've never really re-examined it. Um, so, the, the, I mean, there are relationship skills and there's, there's skills in being assertive. Um, but a lot of the, the reason is it's not that we don't know what to say or how to say it. And sometimes it is that, but it's, it's, it's more that we're scared of the reaction. We're scared of not pleasing someone. We're scared of yeah. someone not being happy with us. And that's all in what I call our operating system. It's all laid down um, over years. I've experienced I've been hurt over this. I've been frightened for this. And that's, that's the thing that really stops us. Um, but when you're able to say what you feel, what you mean, um, then you're going to be able to, like, people won't initially take it straight, you know, great at first. But it's okay. It's okay. Part of a relationship is um will be ups and downs and they will be upset and they and they might overreact but they'll calm down and if they don't if they can't then the relationship's never going to work anyway because you're going to have the same challenges you know in another year another two years another three years yeah. so um so another thing is it's not really about making a relationship work it's about being yourself and knowing is this relationship gonna um right is this the relationship that can that i can be myself they can be themselves and we can get along yeah there's always going to be differences between every couple and it's about whether the couple can resolve that difference but most of that comes down to each individual because like the, the the building block of a relationship is the individual and if you have those emotional foundations that you're both able to to be real to be honest and sort through your differences then the relationship is strong because it has a strong basis to um to uh stand on yeah but it's when one one or more is is you know has is has vulnerabilities or weaknesses that they um, can't, then the, the relationship kind of collapses. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, but the, you know, what I'm talking about is the, is the operating system is really um, the thing that when you change that, it changes how you feel. It means that you're more secure and more happy in yourself it means that you don't actually need anyone, but then you are in a position that, you know, for most of us, even if we don't need someone, we want someone because it's just fun. It's just, it's part of, I don't know, part of a deep human need to, to have connection. But I think one of the problems that you've had in your relationships, which is quite common um, for men, is that women tend to crave connection. Yeah. And, men, and men are looking for what's the right answer? What does she want from me? She wants connection. She wants the truth. And then when they can't get that connection, they don't feel like, I don't know, it's, it's in the same way that I think 
men mostly want respect. Men want to feel like um, their partner respects them, looks up to them. Um, and in the same way, women women are, are, are kind of searching for that connection. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, so we talked about what you want, but I didn't really get. Would you know what would make you really happy? Like, re- not in terms of relationship, not having a relationship, but you. No, not really. Hmm. Okay, so so this all goes into because I've looked. I mean, I've looked on you know how to be happy in yourself, and you know we watch a lot of videos on YouTube or read a lot of stuff, but it's almost like, yeah, it doesn't really give me the answer that I'm sort of like looking for. Okay. So, um, I, I mean, I wrote a book on happiness as well, but, um, it's, it's not the book. It's not, it's the, what's going to give you is, is the, the book is inside you. So in, in the book of Simon, you need to, so what happens is, is there's, there's like a blueprint of, of what our genes mean and, and our experiences of what we value, what we're going to like and what is going to make us happy. But we have to, but what happens and particularly seems to, to have happened in your story is that you've learned kind of rules from other people you've, and you've gone along with what other people have told you. And so you end up okay so you always do this you always do this you always do this and you've taken on like the rules of maybe from your parents maybe from school from culture all these kind of things have told you what you should be doing what you should um and you've you've gone along like for an easy life you've gone along and adapted and adopted some of that so what happens is kind of then you you don't really know what's inside you, what, what will make you come alive? What are the things that you really want? What are the things that you really value? What are the things that you really need? And then when you can strip away everything everyone else has told you, everything that you've gone along with just because someone else wanted it or because of whatever else, when you get to that, that's when you know what's going to make you really happy. And that's when you know um, what you really want. And then when you know what you really want, you can ask for it. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, so it just seems like most of us, it seems that you've kind of got buried under um, what everyone else wanted, what, and what you thought you had to do. Yeah. And that's why I, I don't, I can't think or yes, yeah, say what it is that would make me happy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I think it's it's, it's um, going to be a lot of unraveling that. Um, have you ever really spent a lot of time? I know you got the book now, um, but have you ever spent a lot of time really thinking about what you feel about things, what you really want, what you, um, you know, what makes you tick? No. Okay. Well, I've got some. Um, uh, workbooks and uh, exercises and things to go through that. Um, yeah. So there's um, so there's a lot of personality tests 
Um, and it's not necessarily the personalities that are going to be bang on, um, but then you can sort through what they say and go like, this is true, this isn't true, this is true. And then because like for, for dating, so, so for dating, it, it's kind of like you're selling yourself. Yeah. Um, and so you're, you're like on this site where there's every kind of woman and there's also every kind of man. And it, it's much like, um, you know, chocolate bars or whatever in the shop and they have to stand out and they have to make their packaging and they have to understand why people buy them and, and that. But also you need to, to feel confident and secure in a relationship. You need to know, um, what does it, um, what is it about you? Why would someone love you over and over everyone else? And that's about, um, seeing your own value. Um, and then when you see your own value, you feel more confident. And so you're more able to, because if you don't have that and you're going to approach someone, it's kind of like, it's a bit like a, a lottery and you're thinking, Oh, I'll just ask and see how, um, and see if she sees anything in me. But then it's, you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself. Whereas if you feel more secure and you say, well, this is what I have to, to give. This is, um, this is why someone would would want to be in a relationship with me. And so that then gives you more confidence in and more self-awareness in, in like the dating process, which, so which makes you more attractive and then, um, is more, um, also, within the relationship, you're able to ask for what you want. You're able to to say, this is how I feel, um, because you feel that more grounded, more secure. Um, yeah. And so then people are going to react differently to that. So, so yeah, I think, um, um, I, I, did it, have I sent you out an invite to uh, the Facebook group? No. No, you're on Facebook. Are you on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I've got, I think I've, yeah, I've got your email from, uh, yeah, have I got it here? Yeah. Yeah, I've got that. Um, I've got your email. So what I'll do is I'll invite you to, there's a secret Facebook group, so you can only get in when I invite you. Mm-hmm. Um, and in there I've started putting um, just things to, to, to write out um, and just to, to think about just to, to get more clarity. And then as we go, um, like I'll be putting more things in like uh, personality tests where you can go and, and have you ever done any kind of personality tests? Uh, I think so years ago. Yeah. It yeah. Worked. Well, I'll, I'll put a few different ones and it'll give an idea and, and then you can sort through those of like what's true, what's not true. Um, and, um, so it helps you understand how you're, um, different and, um, and then you can get to a point where you understand like really what makes you, you, what people like about you. And then knowing, cause there's always going to be like, there's going to be some, every person, some people are going to like, some people aren't going to like, um, and that's just the nature of, and it's, it's nothing to do with your personality. It's to do with their whole story and what the things that you 
value and the, the things that you portray and represent mean to them yeah it, it, it is personal but it isn't really personal it's really about them um so and it's not and it's it, you don't have to have everyone like you it's just finding the people that you're right for and then the people that you're um you're right for them and then within that then it's it's like building the relationship but it's building the relationship really honestly and authentically so it's it's solid and and then when you get to these these where you have this conflict and you have these differences you're able to work through them and then you're able to um work past them and what what it means is and and so i can understand lots of people are um scared of conflict none of us overly fond of it but the thing about conflict is if you can have conflict and then work through it it builds trust because it means i know i feel safe because i know you can be unhappy with me i know we can argue we can row and you can not like me in that moment but then but i I can trust that you're going to get past it and nothing bad's going to happen and then you're able to build that um, so you have a, it's another level of bond and in the, of trust in a relationship. Um, same as when, if you're being honest with someone and you tell them and they know you're being honest because you're telling them, um, they know that you're telling them, even though you don't like them getting upset with you, then it's another le- level of, um, trust. And that trust is what creates the bond that makes a relationship last and then you get past because initially you have the honeymoon phase, then you have all the, the kind of phase where you get to know each other and you have the problems and the differences. And then past that is a, is a point where you, you know, like that kind of bond where 80 year olds who've been together 50 years of like, and, but still love each other and, yeah. um, and get along. Um, so does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Are, are you the kind of person that is okay working through um, kind of exercises like that on your own? Or yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, yeah, I'll invite you to the Facebook group. Um, if you want to join the Facebook group and, um, yeah, and then work through the exercises, ask any questions in the group. Um, if there's anything you need, um, ask me. Um, and there's also a link like you've booked this up and and so for the for july i'm i'm about and i've got uh coaching hours and, and group coaching hours so you can book in again uh where whatever point you're on and um um and in a month you can make you can make great progress with that it's just okay. understanding yourself and and you could like you can rewrite the operating system quite quickly it's just getting to what what triggered it what caused it and then it, replacing like a new behavior and then living it out yeah um so it, it's like most things it's awkward at first um but eventually it, it becomes much easier yeah yeah okay does that um make sense and does that kind of cover what you wanted to talk yeah about? Definitely. yeah definitely Bob. yeah and do you see like a way forward that you can work through this now? Yeah, I think like, 
some of the work that I was saying, some of the areas I've been looking at already, uh, I know that communication and assertiveness is a, is a, is a massive part of it. So, mm. you know, and, and, you know, what you've said completely makes sense and sort of reaffirms a lot of that. Um, mm. But it is just more sort of being comfortable with myself, um, understanding myself better, and then, you know, changing what I've been doing up to now, um, mm. moving forward. It's, it's, it, I mean, it's it, all of us um, have something, and it, and it comes from, I don't even want to say it's parenting, it's, it's just, it is parenting, but it's, it's because, you know, we, we, I, I mean, you've got a daughter, I've got daughters, and I know there's things, we all try and be the perfect parent, but I know there's things because of my parenting that have come out in, in my daughters. Even even someone who's perfect, people are still going to pick up because um, people are, it's not even that people are cruel. Sometimes it's people are cruel, but sometimes people are stressed, people are tired, people are, and they don't always respond you know people get angry and so we we, we get hurt and, and sometimes it's we get hurt over things that no one really intended and all these things leave scars and they leave um like wounds that we then live out forever because we never go back and look at him look at them and so then um they cause us problems later on okay um yeah st- start with start with that and then um we'll go from there.